And so besides the Russian imperial style, you're also known as the guy who brought IPA to the New England. To the East Coast. To the East Coast. And I'm not a big IPA fan, which is why BR was shocked after we had the sampler that I ordered a 12-ounce glass of your IPA because it's incredibly balanced. It's super that's balanced. A, that's it's, a compliment. If yeah. got, I'm usually the one with the IPAs. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's very drinkable. And, you know, everybody... Uh, Everybody raves about these uh, certain IPAs from uh, all Green, Green Mountain State. All over the place, yeah. <laughs> but this one is one that you could really sit down and enjoy, drink, and it doesn't punch yep. your tongue, yep. and it has flavor, it has character, but it, everything is in, in the right place. It's in balance, and that, that's always been my trademark. And Harpoon IPA, you know, if you taste Harpoon IPA now, it doesn't taste like an IPA. It tastes like a pale ale. You know, it's 5'9", and it's, uh, it's, it's moderately hopped, but it's... Uh, you know, back in 91 or 92 when we actually brought it out, there was uh, there was not a lot of IPA available. And the IPAs that were available were mostly Pacific Northwest. And you had to, you know, search them out and get them. So for us, it was... <laughs> it was, uh, let's, let's put something out that everybody's going to want to drink. And sure enough, it worked out that way. And uh, what can you tell us about the malts that you use in your old ale? This was, this was a really special beer um, from, it, it's from Chris Malting. It's, <laughs> it's a heritage malt called Chevalier. And there were four metric tons of it made. The base malt. And uh, we were able to get one of the tons because Garrett Oliver from Brooklyn Brewery could not fit it into his brewing schedule. And Horst Dornbush, who's a beer writer, um, happens to know the sort of the pathway from Crisp to the three other companies. And Garrett said he couldn't use it. And, And Horst was like, oh, well, here. I know somebody who could use it. So we made our Baltic Porter and our Old Ale with uh, a good amount of the uh, Chevalier. This also has a brown malt, uh, some smoked malt, and a little bit of crystal malt. And it is just a, it is a malt-forward beer, there's no question about it. But this version with the barrel is just such a one-off, you know. There's, there were 52 gallons of it. Stop that. <laughs> Yeah, that is nice. It's uh, almost vinous. Oh, it's definitely vinous. That's vinous. Yeah. But, the, but the base version, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely like the England, skewing on the English side of old ale, yeah. that, oh, yeah. that nice sweetness at the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah toffee. Um, but with the oak, it's got the vanillin. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's just beautiful. Yeah. It's really nice. So, since 1990, you've been brewing all over New England, and uh, probably, what, at least eight different places? Well, let's see. Uh, I did my internship, my uh, apprenticeship at Catamount. Then I was at Harpoon. Then I was at Commonwealth, Back Bay, Quincy Ships, The Tap, and then Portsmouth Brewery. So eight on my journey. And then we opened this up a year and a half ago. So it's a tributary. That's all these different breweries leading (laughs) to to this this one. one. Exactly. And, and Galen, you know, really named it after the, the metaphor for, for beer making and the, the ingredients it takes, as in the metaphor for the tributaries or all the water sources that lead to the ocean. So uh, when she came up with the tagline, one tributary leads to another, I was like blown away because she's not a marketer. You know, she's an artist and she's a decorative painter originally, but very creative apparently and came up with the name and... And the tagline. So we're, you know, we're really happy with where we're at right now and the direction we're going. And 
Galen and I are totally in charge. We have uh, very limited investors that have no say in the business. Uh, the bank has no say in the business. They do own our equipment, but we're you know trying to pay that down. We're in a pretty good place right now. We're, we're right where we want to be. We've got about 27 accounts. It's enough to allow us to do 60% of our sales right here, which is killer. Absolutely killer. And it's a big enough building that there's probably room to expand? Yeah, we, we can expand right in there. We really do not. Everyone's like, oh, you're going to take that place, put a brew pub in? I'm like, no, absolutely not. I, I designed this specifically so that we could grow to about maybe 4,000 barrels if we wanted to. And you're working off of, what, 15 still? Correct, and 15 barrels. So that's big enough that you could make a lot of beer, but small enough that you could make a lot of interesting beers. Absolutely, absolutely. Right that's in that sweet what, spot. Yeah. What do you think your, your capacity, if you were to go all out, Probably five, four, four, four five thousand. Yeah, and then you know, again, that's God, I don't. That's good. I really don't want to get any bigger than that. I never. I, I don't even think I want to get that big. Everyone's like, when are you coming to New Hampshire? When are you going to come into Massachusetts? I'm like, probably never. <laughs> what are you doing, huh? That's the original Kate the Great. That's the original. Well, actually, we we named her because we couldn't get the name. Oh. And so she was a puppy, and Galen's like, how about calling her Katie? I'm like, yeah. That's funny.